Hello and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker and joining me today on this very, very special day is none other than Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hi, Ben. Doing good. How are you, baby? <laughs> Doing so well. Um, today is special, really just because it's always special when we get to hang out and talk. There's actually nothing special going on today, but... Um, that being said, I looked at the calendar and the crappies are around the corner. And in case you missed the announcement, we are making this, we're, we're blowing it up with the nominees came out, uh, on Friday. So nominations are open. Voting is open. We've already had thousands of responses of people uh, filling out the ballot. If you have not filled out your ballot yet, you can go to watchercrappens.com to make sure you fill out that ballot. We want everyone to vote. There's a lot of nominations in every category, every lot of nominees in every category. Um, and so you can actually vote multiple times. If you're really torn, just, you know, keep voting. <laughs> it's okay. It's not an actual political, um, event. So if you feel like there are two people who deserve a vote, then you can do it again. But that being said, the, the crappies are really around the corner. It's about two and a half weeks away. And, uh, if you cannot be there in person, don't worry. We have a live digital experience. Uh, provided courtesy of Moment House. If you go to momenthouse.com slash WWC, or again, just go to our website, you can get a ticket to the live digital experience and you can watch along with us if you're not in New York City. So definitely do that because this is going to be, this is our biggest show ever. Uh, this is, it's, it's huge. We've got some special guests lined up. Um, but our 2022 hunky dory 10th anniversary tour is more than just the crappies. This, that's what's starting it. We're going to give a little reminder here. We haven't done this in a while, but we want to give a reminder of the cities that we're going to be going to over the next few months. Okay, so we're starting in New York. Then we're going to Asbury Park, Boston, Atlanta, Nashville, Orlando, San Diego, Los Angeles, St. Paul, Minnesota, Milwaukee, Chicago, Philadelphia, D.C., Pittsburgh, Denver, San Francisco, Detroit, Columbus, Cleveland, Houston, and we end it all in Dallas, Texas. So please go to watchercrappens.com, get a ticket. We want to see all your faces. Uh, we miss you all. We're so excited to get back on the road. It's like it's really so meaningful to us to, to have this 10th anniversary tour uh, to celebrate 10 years of this podcast and all of, and all of you guys. So that's that's the news, guys. Yeah, there you go. Nice work being tonight. Is Thanks. Take a seat over on Spotify. So join us for that. Spotify Green Room. Get the app. Join us. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff. A lot of this Mary stuff that's come out. Speaking of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, my God. Uh, a lot yeah. Of this, one of Mary's cousins went on a YouTube show and just you know, dragged Mary for a while. So, <laughs> so, so that was fun. And Mary has, Mary did not show up for the reunion taping of Salt yep. Lake city. So she's out of there. She's out. I'm telling you, 
I think I said it a few times during this season. I was like, I feel like we're going to only have Mary for two seasons or so. And we're going to be like, she's crazy. And I feel like five years or six years down the line, we're going to be having this feeling of, wow, we, <laughs> what a, what a, what a strange privilege it was that we had Mary M. Cosby on our televisions. I'm not saying it's a privilege because she's a good person or anything. I'm saying it's a privilege because she is so unique and crazy that you know that we get this access to it is is totally fascinating and so we should be enjoying and savoring these last moments that we have with her yes on television or we will send jesus after you (laughs) so that being said we are talking about salt lake city and um one last quick thing a lot of people messaged us about project runway because the latest episode uh involved the designers making reunion looks for Real Housewives, and uh, we can assure you, we are recapping it. It'll be the next episode that's out. So, um, it's a hold tight. It's going to be out. Yeah, it's a coming. It'll it's a coming. coming around the mountain. Coming Here's around the mountain in, in Tool. Yeah. <laughs> but today, we're at Salt Lake City time. It's Salt Lake City time. So, we open with a Real Housewives opening instead of, you know, in the middle of some fight or something. So, it's like everybody's going on with their day, you know. Carlin wants eggs, um, but dad's leaving and she doesn't want to burn the house down like I did with the paper towel roll. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I, I'm well, not the, sure. Don't leave that child alone. Okay. <laughs> Do not leave Carlin alone. Yeah. What's happening in that household where things are burning down? I'm, I also w- would like to get to the bottom of why every time we go to Jenny's house, there's like another sign outside that says we love you or something what is going on with those signs at first i just assumed it was a school project but it feels like there's more and more of them and if you go back to like the first uh or second episode of the season jenny actually brings one of those signs to jen shaw so she has some sort of sign mandate and uh, i'd like to know about it you know i don't approve of family signs i don't like them shut up Tell your family to shut up, okay? I already have to listen to your fucking family every time I go out to eat someplace that isn't like $100 a plate, okay? Your kids are running around. You're crayoning all over the walls. You can at least be quiet while I pass your yard, okay? <laughs> like, can I get some silence from you sign families, okay? They're never quiet families who have signs in their front yard. No. I think that um, uh, the only thing worse than – actually, no, I think the signs are the worst. Like a, like a message sign – is, is pretty much the worst. I was going to say the only thing that's worse, but I'm going to pull it back and say it's only second worst are uh, families that are really dedicated to holiday flags. Like, <laughs> you know, a flag comes out because it's Christmas. A flag comes out because it's Easter. A flag comes out because it's July 4th. A flag comes out because it's Arbor Day. Like, there's literally a flag for every occasion. I'm like, where are you getting all these flags? Why do you have all these flags? Why, yeah, do, you have a, just... why do you even have a flagpole? Why do you have a flagpole over your door? Well, I think that's why, you know, it's like, oh, we we have a flagpole. Let's get some flags. You know, your dad's really into flags this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind a flag. I'm just saying that it's some people are just like so dedicated to their flag game that it gets annoying. I didn't even know there were Easter flags. I'm really only thinking of like one household in my home in my hometown. Like <laughs> this one house that what, these people moved in. And I swear it was like no matter what the holiday was. OK, it could have <laughs> literally been, you know, national, you know, stub your toe day and they would have a flag of a toe up. <laughs> you know, I'm like, really? <laughs> this is just very directed at one family in, oh, in the country. Flag people. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a pretty crazy place, and even I don't see that. I could use like a little Easter flag action, you know, because that one I really like because you're hiding shit from kids. 
So I like that holiday. That's a fun one. And for the okay, record, so, I did just have a Cadbury cream egg a few days ago because they're already on sale. There you go. So um, Carlene almost burned the house down is the point. So then we go over to Meredith and we're looking at party venues for your father because it's going to be his birthday. <laughs> yeah, Meredith is on the, uh, some sort of like rooftop event space where there's a pool. Uh, it's on the top of some kind of hotel that's surrounded by like condos or something. And uh, she is there with Brooks and someone else. And they're sort of like checking out the area. And she's like, wow, we'd have to have like, we can put a one man band over there in the corner and we can put a dancer in the hot tub. Let me go, let me go test the hot tub because we never had a conversation either way about how tall the dancer is. <laughs> yeah, I had to rewind that. I was like, did she just say we'll put the one man band? I know. Here, oh, one man. And, <laughs> and the DJ in the hot tub. What the fuck? What the fuck kind of party is this? Is this? Is there going to be a guy who has like the drum and like the little the pedals and everything, where he has like a cymbal on his back, <laughs> like a drum on his back and cymbals and like an accordion? He's like, <laughs> set. <laughs> it's my beatboxing. So, so then Meredith, like that was really good. I felt like I was taken to a place. <laughs> Look forward to that, everyone at the crappies. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so then Meredith goes over to the hot tub and like rolls up her pants and starts stepping in it to sort of test how deep it will be. And she's like, "Well, I guess if she stands on this one step, she'll be okay." Which I'm sure every dancer would loves that. Like here, you get to dance, but you cannot move off this tiny ledge. <laughs> so good luck with that. Yeah, have fun in the pool dancing. <laughs> and Brooks is like, "But how can they fit? Never mind. It's not my." Party. I don't care. <laughs> Brooks showing that like blase energy. He doesn't care, and yet he's there. So um, then we go over to Mary's house where she's showing her cousin. I forgot his name, but he's like the cousin contractor who is allegedly supposed to be converting this house from disgusting green carpeting to some sort of beautiful place. And we have not seen any progress whatsoever. Yeah, so Mary literally, nothing is done, Big Joe. Nothing. Okay, Big Joe. I'm going to need more from you. Yeah, so Mary brings them over to a cabinet because uh, she wants like some updated trim on on it or something. And inside the cabinet are plates from the grandma, and she's talking about how like the plates are so nice. And then he like touches the cabinet, and she's like, "Oh, you don't touch those. Th those are those are those are our don't touch. You know that. You know that. Yeah, that's the Wedgwood." And he goes, "Yes, that's the Wedgwood. That's right, Mary." She's like, "Do not touch it. Do not touch it." And she, yeah. I like that Mary just wears suits at home. You know, it's like Big Joe's coming over. Got to boss him around about the plates. I'm putting on a suit. <laughs> That's so true. I never <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> she goes, you know, Mary's she like always about to shoot a local bank commercial just as her casual wear. <laughs> a bank commercial. <laughs> uh, she goes, you know, I, I collect things and people are like, you're disjointed. And I'm like, no, sweetheart. It's called class. <laughs> I don't know if that's the proper use of disjointed, but I <laughs> or class really. <laughs> I also don't feel like they're on a spectrum. Like I don't like normally you say that is slovenly, and you're like, no, it's called class. I don't think you say disjointed. It's like I'm not disjointed. I have class. I also don't know if you talk about people being disjointed. Do you? <laughs> I think it's like phrases, no, maybe concepts. double jointed. I don't know. It's like always trying to figure out what the hell she's talking about. You know, like maybe she meant people say you're double jointed. You know, you just don't really know what's happening in Barry's head. She's sort of she kind of talks like she's iPhone speech to dictation. Right. 
like when you say something and the iPhone gets most of the sentence right, but usually throws in a word that wasn't expected to be there. It's kind of like, <laughs> I had a wonderful day today. I went to the roast pig and got some groceries. And you're like, wait a second, roast pig. <laughs> <laughs> I know it takes longer to go back and correct all the stuff that she messes up. <laughs> I have kind of an abusive relationship with Siri. I'm not going to lie. I, I emotionally abuse her. Um, so yeah, I'm, um, some people call me disjointed, but I say, no, that's called class. Okay. Here's Are you going to say Siri that to Siri? Said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Emotionally abuse her. So yeah, I'm some people call me disjointed. I say, no, that's called class. I mean, that was close. That was close, Siri. Was okay. Close, Siri. Siri's, Siri's like that kid you're always bitching about that suddenly behaves when there's company around. Always. I'm like, Siri, you know we're doing a show here. Stop <laughs> acting like this is how you always dictate. <laughs> I know. We're doing this during business hours. At night, Siri's just like, <laughs> <laughs> So then we go over to a golf place called Mulligan's, uh, which seems like a strange place. It's a strange name for a golf place. It's like, it's like naming your batting cage strikeout <laughs> <laughs> can i have another turn <laughs> i know it just is like so like it's like, or a basketball like a basketball court called air balls <laughs> it's like really not aspiring for greatness <laughs> a shooting range called you missed <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow just when you thought golf couldn't get wider let's go to salt lake city golf wow this is also some dads this is some dad this is definitely some dad energy this is dad energy on a very sad a very sad dad uh golf course by the way this is a sad golf course it looked like it was uh sort of like a glorified, you know, highway median. What was this thing? <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have traffic, like freeway traffic coming <laughs> right by you on the golf course. Uh, it doesn't sound safe course. for the cars, you know? Like how many people have died because a golf ball has just like slammed into their windshield on the fucking freeway or wherever they are? <laughs> I was so suspect of this like patchy ass golf course. I mean, I understand, you know, Salt Lake City is thawing out because – you know, there was sort of various scenes of snow and of greenery or whatever. And listen, we've seen many patchy golf courses on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. But this was just kind of like, <laughs> I was like, is this a golf course or do they just put up a sign? I mean, I, I didn't know what this was. So Seth is still on his golf is for men kick. <laughs> and he's like, if I had a choice between golfing with Meredith or a guy friend, Meredith would completely understand my guy choice. She just doesn't love the game. <laughs> okay, Jack Nicholas, calm down over there for crying out loud. Seth, um, do you need to be coked up to play golf even? Like, seriously, <laughs> does Seth have a scene ever that he's not like... <laughs> All right, we're doing 20 bucks a hole. I love your watch, kids. <laughs> Seth is so trying to be less smarmy this season that he's just actually wound up doubling, doubling down because he's he's so on. Like, he shows up, he goes, he's like, what's up, guys? Hey, you know, a bad day of golf beats a good day of work. Am I right, everyone? Am I right? So they come up with this wacky way to send the ladies away on their next vacation. Um, the the losing cart, they split into teams, and the losing cart pays for this trip for Mother's Day for their wives. Who the hell sends their wife away for Mother's Day without them? It was, 
so happy strange. Mother's Day. Get away from the entire family. Get away from your kids on Mother's Day. It's like, well, so um, to celebrate you being a wonderful mother, we're going to send you off on a trip with some other women who you have historically fought with. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, so that's that's their big plan. And then Seth, uh, then they're talking about, um, uh, you know, like Seth's party coming up. And like, does he need anything? Is there anything he expects? Any presents? And he goes, cleavage encouraged. Cleavage encouraged. Make sure that the message gets heard in your house. Please, Justin, cleavage encouraged. Yeah, because he's talking about how much he likes Whitney's boobs. So in Salt Lake City, do you just not punch guys in the face? (laughs) Yeah. not something you do there? Because you don't talk like this where I come from. I love your wife's rack. Yeah. Yeah, and later, and at first, I'm like, okay, this is just like a passingly disgusting kind of moment where he's just trying to be super broy, and he's just missing the mark. But later on, when they show a montage of Seth pointing out Whitney's boobs in front of everyone in public, it is like horrifyingly disgusting. <laughs> yeah, like how do, how pretty... is how has Justin not punched him in the face? Like this is that's his wife. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure how he's getting by with that. And they didn't they hadn't shown those scenes before, right? Of him I think that like, they've hey been... Whitney, bring your rack over. There were a few times, but like I think I just blocked them out because I'm just really not keen on like of the things that I'm trying to keep in my brain these days, Seth's thoughts on Whitney's boobs are like not high on the priority list. I'm just <laughs> I'm just still trying to like memorize all the lyrics into the woods, okay? And I'm struggling there. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't well, have Seth in there. Boobs, boobs, and nothing but boobs. <laughs> Parsley, peppers, cabbages, and celery, asparagus, and waterfronts, and petal ferns, and lettuce. There are boobs in Whitney's chest. (laughs) So then we go to Heather at a spa with Jen in a big fur coat. And she's like, "Um, this was supposed to be a sporty spa day, Jen. And she's like, hunting is a sport. (laughs) (laughs) I just killed. You know, I didn't even kill this thing, though, to be fair. I found it on the side of the golf freeway. All right. (laughs) Gutted it and put it on. So Heather is like, you know, when I was growing up, whenever I needed, whenever I had a friend in need, we just like take a casserole over or get a group of women to come over and like clean her house. But I'm not in the mood to bake and I'm not in the mood to clean. So I'm going to take her to spa day instead. Yeah. Vicky Gumbelson kind of ruined the casserole when she uh, faked a boyfriend cancer. So yeah. spa is. Let's go to the spa. Exactly. So they go out to um, they walk out to this like this deck. And there's a helicopter, like it's clearly a rescue helicopter because it's a red helicopter. It's hovering over a mountain. And, Heather, and Heather's like, well, the paparazzis are out. It's like, mm, I think there's like probably someone who's like got a broken leg on a ski slope. But that's cool that you think the paps are out for you. Yeah. Seth tried to get his golf ball out of a gutter on the fucking freeway. Okay. <laughs> it's an emergency rescue. <laughs> it's like ambulances are like zooming by. Wow. Look at the paparazzi just, just hitching ride on ambulances now they're so desperate that's such a housewives thing to say isn't it it's like the mailman passes oh there's the paparazzi didn't get me this time sucker well it's very much it very much reminds me of caroline fleming and ladies of london when she brought the women to denmark and there was one guy one photographer there and she's like ladies i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for all the paparazzi you must understand that this is not normally how it happens all this disruptive paparazzi I just want to live my life. Blueberries, <laughs> strawberries, elderberries, 
Also, it's so it's so typical of Jen to be arrested and indicted for massive fraud. And her husband's scenes are all about her downsizing. So she goes to a spa dressed in a fur. I mean, yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. So they toast to it. And Jen is very happy because it's not, you know, this is what she was expecting last season when the when everyone took her to, quote unquote, Ted Bundy's campground. And that was the spa day when they were in like tubs in, in the dirt. Um so Heather says, you know, every time you try to have a good time, it just always comes back to drama. I mean, Jenny's lunch and Whitney's party, there's so much to discuss. Like, what did you think of Meredith defending you? I'm like, I love how Heather's saying how, like, I love how Heather is saying, like, what a travesty it is that every time Jen tries to relax, drama always comes up while she's actively trying to bring drama into the spa day. <laughs> Yeah. Also, the waiter brings over some food for them, and they're like, here, I'll put the food on this table for you guys when you're ready. And Heather's like, no, we'll just eat it here in the hot tub. <laughs> Excuse me? You know somebody showed up when there was like a soggy Ritz cracker on their nipple or something when they got out of that tub. Get out of the fucking hot tub. This is not your personal hot tub. Well, we're seeing all sorts of innovative uses of hot tubs on this episode, so like maybe this is just like expanding our view of what you can and cannot do in them. Yeah. Here comes one right now. So Jen is like, well, I was so confused because she told you guys to be a better friend, but she's not even my friend. And Heather's like, um, and were you invited to Seth's party? God, I love hurt feelings in a hot tub. <laughs> God, I hate when you're trying to relax and then there's just drama. So were you invited to that party that we all were invited to? <laughs> she goes, no. And Heather's like, what, 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 wait, wait. She didn't text, call, or anything. Heather, did you hear <laughs> Meredith's speech? If you are going to invite Jen, <laughs> nobody invite me. <laughs> Apparently, no one has listened to that speech because Meredith asks every episode now, did anyone listen to me when I made an ultimatum for the trailer of this show? <laughs> and so Jen is like, you know, it feels like Jen Shaw has moved on and it seems like Meredith hasn't moved on. Okay, like, you don't like me just because, like, you're an evil-ass bitch who pissed off because, pissed off because her membership at Facetune ran out? Okay, got it. Oh, poor Jen. I wish for Jen, you know, like I'm not Jen's biggest fan. This is a Meredith moment. Yeah, I'm not Jen's <laughs> biggest fan. I really do wish she had a better gay in her diary room. Yeah. I kind of like that one. I thought, also, it was, I thought it was top tier for Jen. And this, well, for Jen, right? It's yeah. like a different, it's like a sliding scale. Yeah. Um, speaking of golf, this is Jen's handicap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you actually did well. Um, <laughs> But what was I going to say about stupid Jen Shaw? Um, this is why she doesn't like you and want to be around you. It's like you say everything's fine, and then one second later, you're like, that evil-ass bitch, her <laughs> face team is expired. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So um, so Heather's like, I mean, have you done anything to lately to piss her off? Did you like anything? She's like, no, nothing. Like, we worked everything out. And I think that Meredith is just treating me differently because of the accusations and allegations. And I feel like I'm a scapegoat, okay? Mary has said so many hurtful things, but people don't call her out for it. Well, that's true. Like, definitely Mary gets more of a pass than Jen does. But Jen also, um, she was party to someone who, who who shoplifted from Meredith's store and she did go after Meredith's child. I mean, that is not nothing. 
Yeah, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. And stop Even if you worrying, okay? You suck enough without bringing Mary into it, okay? Mary will get hers, hopefully. <laughs> she will. Well, I guess not. She escaped before she did. But uh, Heather's like, it's just the strangest phenomenon that, you know, Heather, Meredith is loyal to Mary, and we shot, we thought she would be like that with Lisa, but now Meredith and Lisa are each other's number ones. And it's just, it's just like, it's a lot. God, I'm so glad there's no drama today. She's like, <laughs> cheese whiz. She's like, look, the cheese whiz is so much better if you spray it into one of the hot jets and then put it into your mouth. <laughs> look, if you time it correctly, if you spray the cheese whiz into a hot jet, it looks like the Bellagio fountain. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jen is like, that is not in line with Meredith. I mean, Meredith is all about supposedly what's right and wrong. Come on, you know Miriam Cosby is wrong. And I love Jen Shaw's dedication to always saying Mary M. Cosby. Even later in the episode when she is screaming and losing her mind, she still says Mary M. Cosby every time. She never just says Mary. <laughs> yes. And so she's saying that all of this is unfair. And Mary said racially insensitive things. Or, you know, when she's called out on saying shit like that, she just leaves. You know, and um, Heather says, well, you know, that's what happened in Vail. Like she didn't want to address any of our questions about her church. And then we were so traumatized about what just happened with you. Shut up with your traumatized. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, and then Mary said to Lisa, look what happens when you mess with my church. You go to jail. And Jen's like, is she referring to me? She goes, would Mary have anything to do with these accusations or the fact that they're public? The fact that Whitney and Heather are working overtime to bring this conspiracy theory that they've hatched to life is A, kind of amazing and hilarious. B, very sad to see how this is taking hold. And did I just go, did I just skip from A to C? Well, whatever it is, A, B, and C, I approve of it, but I also think it's like hilariously clunky. Like, I can't believe how, how hard they are trying to, to, <laughs> how the lack of finesse that they have in trying to turn the other girls against Meredith and Mary right now, but it seems to actually be working. Yes. She's like, yeah. Do you think they had anything to do with it? Or at least it, be it becoming public because Mary was not there on the bus to Vail. And she called me that morning and she's making these statements like, this is what she made happen. I mean, she basically said she did it. She basically admitted to doing it. So she admitted. She confessed. Remember when Mary confessed? <laughs> Remember when JFK Jr. was going to come back, but then Mary was like, don't come back. So he didn't come back. We should ask her about that. <laughs> and Jen's like, wow, girl. And Jen is so easy to wind up to, right? Because at first, Jen's like, what? What are you even talking about? And when she said, yeah, you know, she said, if you mess with my church, you go to jail. And Jen goes, are they referring to me? How many of you are going to jail, Jen? I know. How many of you? Okay. <laughs> but um, Jen's it's so easy to rile up because all Heather has to do is put this in her head. And look what happens by the end of the episode. It's <laughs> so, true. Now, Jen's like, whoa, girl, you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past her because it's very coincidental. I mean, Meredith doesn't come to the beauty lab and then Mary cancels 30 minutes before. I don't know how anybody knew. I mean, that we were even at beauty lab. <laughs> That's still my favorite line of logic that they have. I don't know how anyone would have known. I'm like, first of all, it's the FBI and Homeland Security. They like they somehow that somehow they can like figure out if you're like on a on a bus like waiting on a bus outside outside beauty lab it's not like you are hiding in some cave in like the northern territories of canada okay you're you're in one of the locations that like your 
your phone has probably geolocated or geotagged many times. Second of all, um, there was also an entire production, and I'm sure it was as simple. <laughs> I'm sure it was as simple as that Homeland Security lady being like, "Hello, this is Dushka with Homeland Security. Where's Jen Shaw? Uh, oh, uh, beauty and uh, beauty lab. You know, you know, production is gonna tell Homeland Security exactly where because they want to film it." It's like literally the easiest find. Dushka was probably actually nice. Like, okay, well, let us know when you are done with filming and we come arrest her. It's like, no, girl, get over here. They'll be here at 11. They'll be here at 11. And then Heather goes, yeah, how do they even know you were at Beauty Lab? How? How in the world? How would they know? It seems like Mary and Meredith know more than any of us. I'm like, what? 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 Where? <laughs> one thing has nothing to do with the other. Jen Shaw is in a very easily findable place. <laughs> Not it's, even a word, findable. It's but it's <laughs> the most easily discovered person on the run. <laughs> and now they're going to make it seem like Mary and Meredith like <laughs> ratted her out to Dushka. It's just, <laughs> yes. it's so ridiculous. It's so good. It. And the, the fact that everybody just goes along with it is even more hilarious. So then we get more non-ha music. So I don't yeah. know what's going on with the music department today. If they sent the Trixie monoclacal choir on break, but mm. I need some ha music. Well, what what is this like? Ns, ns, ns. No, it should be hots, 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 hots. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. You can't just change up the soundtrack. It's very surprising. So uh, it's it's Seth's party, and Meredith is in um, pointier shoulder pads than usual, like really, really pointy ones. And Seth is laying it on thick. He's like, you look beautiful, honey. You look so beautiful. She goes, oh, thank you. You look very handsome. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, this is going to be the greatest party ever. And I haven't even started yet. I'm going to treat you like my second wife all night long. Let's have a slow, slow kiss. As in we're going to come into each other's faces very, very slowly. And then just a quick little peck on the lips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's in his sunglasses in the elevator. He's like, yeah, let's do it in the elevator. Can we stop this thing? <laughs> so awful. she's like, given all the struggles we've been through in the past year, it's been a long time since I've thrown him a birthing party. I didn't do 47. I didn't do 48. But I'm so excited to do a 49. And if all goes well, hey, I might just ride the momentum and give a a birthday party for my dear, sweet toddler, Brooks. I already contacted some people who can do some pin the tail on the donkey and maybe even a -a peekaboo moment. Who knows? Bouncing house alert. So we see the party and Seth is talking to this group of guys who are his brothers and he, and he's telling someone, yeah, these are my brothers. And this this one and I, we came out of the same mom's vajayjay. Oh, gosh. And then he's like, just learned how like the youngins say fire a lot. So he goes, he's like, whoa, Chloe, because Chloe's his daughter. Chloe, fire, fire alert, fire alert. Happy birthday, dad. Brooks. Fire! Fire! <laughs> There's a dancer over there. She's being stupid. But she's fire! Fire! Dad, stop it. Oh, uh, Meredith has put pictures of, like, Seth with a hot model body. 
pasted onto him. <laughs> yeah. She's put pictures around, and Brooks is like, "Did you see this picture of you, Dad?" He's like, "Yeah, no one understands. This is what you look like when you get separated and go back out into the world. Gotta keep those pecs fresh. You know what I'm saying, kiddo?" Chloe's <laughs> like, "If midlife crisis were a photo, this is what it would be, Dad." <laughs> Good one, Chloe. You're so funny. Thanks, Brooke. You're so funny, too. <laughs> You're awesome. You so then Heather and Whitney are talking, and Milo the dog is there. And so Heather's like, oh, my God, Jen is going to be so upset that Teddy the dog made the guest list, and she didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, also of note, we do finally get to see this dancer and she basically looks like a figure skater who's just like her, it looks like her feet are kind of cemented to that front step footstep or the, uh, that first step of the hot tub because she can't go any deeper because then she'll be in the hot tub. So she has to just stand on that ledge and she's just sort of like doing hand motions and, (laughs) and it's just like, I think they're trying to have like a really chic kind of Los Angeles party moment, but it's full daytime and she's like dancing next to that like metallic railing that's in every kind of public hot tub. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, could you guys maybe take the lap dividers out before you put her in? I mean, Jesus. I There's just like some random old guy in there doing water aerobics <laughs> by himself. That's what it looks like. We had to pay extra our claws in the pool. <laughs> Fire. Uh, fire so heather goes over to talk to jen and she's like jen's not coming but the dog is here and whitney's like why isn't jen coming is there something else going on maybe there is a bigger picture that we don't know about (laughs) or she just didn't want to invite jen (laughs) she hates jen she hates jen okay guys (laughs) she hates jen so then um, Lisa and John shop. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, my God. I was going to wear those pants, but in blue. Glad I didn't because you look like a trash bag. Gross. <laughs> She's wearing like hot pink, like lady pants or whatever. Yeah. Um, so um, Heather's mad that they're being fake with each other. Lisa and Meredith. She's like, oh, my God. They were just at each other's throats. And now they're air kissing and hugging like nothing ever happened. And it bugs me. I mean, you and Jen. Look at you and Jen. Yeah. Uh, how is this any different than you and Jen? I just don't get it. Do they need to have a s'more-killing moment on a sterno <laughs> fire in the middle of an ice cave for this to make any sense to you? Also, like, it's just called being polite at a party. It's a birthday party. And, like, it's called being an adult. And just, like, you just, you can still be mad at someone, be, be perfectly civil at a party so that we have a fun time, you know? Yeah. It's called manners. It's called okay. manners. So Lisa's like, wow, your dancer's having a really good time. Love that. Love that for her. And Mary is, Mary walks in and she's like, she just gets this look on her face like, and then she stands at the door alone. Like she walks in and then she just stands there like, great, I'm alone. I'm alone at a party. This is great. Like walk over to people, say hello. (laughs) Well, and then uh, she's standing by the buffet. And so Jenny walks up with Dewey and Mary, they both like, the both women sort of like just ignore each other. And Mary goes, I'm ignoring Jenny because Jenny deserves to be ignored today. <laughs> so, so Dewey tries to make nice. He's like, so Mary, how was your day? And she goes, I, I don't, I don't know yet. <laughs> Ask me in an hour. 
He's like, okay. So she's like smacking gum really big. And she looks around for someone else to talk to. And she says that she came because Seth invited me herself. And she really loved that invitation. So then we goes, oh, we, we goes, what's wrong with me? It's Monday. Sorry. We go over to Heather dancing with the gay and Brooks learning about oysters. He's like, oh, wait, you're supposed to put the shell in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> that made me very uncomfortable, mom. <laughs> Ew, like what sort of stupid fish needs to have their shell in their, my mouth? That's the most ridiculous thing ever. I'm sorry, were you being bullied by the oyster? No more oysters, everybody. They bullied my toddler. Listen, I couldn't have salmon here, Proxy, because I'm basically still pregnant with you. You're so young, and I just didn't want it to poison you. Who gave my little Brooksy an oyster? Don't you know he's not on Solens yet? Okay, come over here. Mommy's got some Gerber for you. <laughs> the only Solens that are approved for my toddler are chicken nuggets when he's on his vegan diet. Does anyone, anyone seen my carrot puree? It's very important that my son gets his dinner. So Meredith and Mary sit down and Mary's like, well, I've just I've been enjoying your dog. <laughs> he ju- he jumped on me. So I've got his paws on me. So uh, what's that? <laughs> Basically, that's Mary code for listen, bitch. <laughs> your, your untrained, little, disgusting, dirty animal just jumps all over me. And you're lucky I don't have other friends on this show. So I have to talk to you. Spit it out so I can leave. Yeah, pretty much. And so uh, Mary's just saying how um, uh, Mary doesn't think people are being real friends and everything. And uh, Meredith's saying how like the other night she goes, um, well, you know, you know, the other night when the women were talking to you, it felt to me like it was an attack rather than someone trying to have a discussion with you. So you have growth. Yeah, you know what? I can say something that's culturally offensive to you because I don't know what happens. You know, Jenny's feelings are valid, but I just don't get the shoe thing. I mean, if she says it's culturally offensive, then I get, oh my God, culturally made. Are you choking? Someone hit her on the back. Someone has to like replace her batteries again. So then yeah. Mary is like, she's like, well, if it's culturally offensive, then you shouldn't have taken the shoes when I gave them to you. And then Mary oh, gives that evil smile. God. Mary has such that has this evil smile that she does when she basically makes a point that she's really satisfied with. And it's such an evil smile. So she does that. And she goes, I mean, you should have been sensitive to your culture then. But if I offended you, I'm sorry, because that's not what I intended to do. So it's Jenny. It's Jenny's fault that she was uh that that there was a culturally ins- uh, insensitive moment with the gift giving thing and meredith is like oh so you're saying you told her that the shoes were for jan she goes nope i never told her then that doesn't make sense mary how would she know it was culturally offensive if she didn't know it was a re-gift that's right <laughs> so but mary of course is like i never told her i told lisa blink 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 So then Meredith goes, oh, so Lisa told Jenny, I think I figured this out finally. Okay, let's just piece this together a little bit more. Can you spell it out for me any more clearly? Mary goes, yes. And that's when the culture sensitivity was pending. It's like, what? What the hell? (laughs) So Meredith is like, why would Lisa tell him that? And we get a weird sound effect that's like, 
So Mary is like, well, Lisa, baby, baby, Lisa's jealous of you and me and me and you. And she's trying to paint me as a me, you, jealous, jealous me, you now, <laughs> because there's strain on you, me, relationship, her, me, you, yeah. you, me. And um, uh, Mary is like, uh, Mary thinks that Lisa is jealous because she can't deliver the honesty that Mary and Meredith have with each other. And um, that she said that Lisa has a vindictive way of pretending to care about you, but she's really all about Lisa. And so Meredith goes, well, I feel like to quote the great Doreen Kemsley, all these little digs coming from her, just little digs every single day, little digs. I mean, even her saying she needs to maintain a friendship with Jen because she needs to be a good person was the implication that I am a bad person. I feel like there's a bigger story going on. I can do that too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to show my disapproval with this entire shenanigan by opening my mouth super wide. Like, wait for it. <sighs> I'm like, geez. Lisa, I can see that Meredith and Lisa are friends because they both unhinge their jaws to open their mouth when they're shocked. <laughs> like, they're huge. Like, did you guys grow up playing, like, who can catch the popcorn in their mouth? Close your mouth, <laughs> both of you. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So now we have like a little montage of Teddy just terrorizing the party, looking for food everywhere. And people just like shooing the dog away, like get away from my plate. And then there's like the women all get together for this very sad rendition of happy birthday to Seth. And then Seth gets on the mic. He's like, uh, I believe that Dewey has an announcement to make. So Dewey gets on there and he's like, um, just want to say uh, thank you, ladies, because you all gave us children. Some of you more children than others, hint, hint. But as a sign of appreciation, all of us, especially John and I, because we lost the golf game, <laughs> we're going to give you guys a gift for Mother's Day. Thankfully, I won the second round of the game, and the prize is a new sister wife. So sorry I had to hear it like this, honey. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he's like, uh, John booked a villa for you guys in Zion. And they're all like, oh... Thank you. <laughs> a forced trip to somewhere <laughs> local because Jen can't leave the state. Yeah. Sounds fun. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so Jenny's like, when? And they're like, you're leaving Monday. She goes, wow, a Monday trip. And are we inviting Jen on this? And he's like, well, Sharif is part of our team as well. So, so yes. So <laughs> Meredith gives a little spiel. She goes, usually for Mother's Day, I love breakfast in bed spa time maybe a quiet moment where i can read thomas the train to my little adorable child brooks the last thing i was thinking about was celebrating mother's day with mama Shah. so then we go over to the shaw i don't know chalet what do we call this one does this one have a name it's so the we're Shaw at the Shaw Chalet 2, I think. Okay, the Shaw Chalet 2. So we go over there with Jen and Coach having the saddest scene ever. Coach, I think, is just going to run. He's waiting. I mean, I think he, I, I haven't been sure about Coach. But in this one, every time he sees her, he's like, Hi, baby. Hi. You okay? Got a drip drip on your lip lip? Come on, let me help you, baby. Choo choo. Mac and cheese coming in your mouth. You got to eat, baby. Come on. <laughs> 
Yeah, we. I mean, he, we picked up on this last season that he infantilizes her very deeply, and uh, it's even more blatant now. So they, uh, Jen is like, "Baby, I have a surprise for you. Look, this is our homework for couples therapy." He's like, "Uh, okay, wait. It says here how to forge a fake passport." Oh, whoops, sorry. That's for some other homework. <laughs> We're gonna paint to express how we feel about our spouse. He's like, "Okay, look, I'm already done. I've uh, painted a picture of you not throwing glassware at people, baby. Wow, <laughs> look at that. It's just blank." Baby, did you just paint the Top Golf logo? I'm your spouse. <laughs> I am not Top Golf. So she's like, I'm my best student ever in all my therapist sessions because now, like with this court thing, I need all the help and support I can get. He's like, but the assignment was just to like express ourselves. But we're going to do it by painting. It's like, okay, you're the best student, but you don't do the homework even close to how it's asked for. It's like, they want us to talk. So let's paint. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, the, so coach is like, uh, so how did, how's your, House hunting going, and we see that two days earlier, Jen was looking at houses with Carrie, who was like a she was on season one. Sort of, <laughs> she has like these beady eyes, and look, and it's just like clearly was part of the original sizzle reel for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but got cut, and she's still like furious about it. So her revenge is that she's taking Jen to small two bedroom houses, <laughs> and Jen is like, um, you know what, my stuff and Coach's stuff are not going to fit in this closet. And Carrie goes, "You're absolutely right." <laughs> but it will fit the stuff that you're going to be allowed to keep when this is all said and done so enjoy that okay so she's like but there's only two bedrooms i mean this is clearly not the one okay and coach is like yeah but it's been such a stressful period for you baby you know but i talked to my man big justin and as you know i wasn't able to make the golfing event but i know that the girls are going to make a trip to zion you know and you want to do that baby you want to go to Zion? She's like, um, I'm invited. He's like, yes, because, you know, you, I asked the guys and I'm very sure you're invited, baby. She's like, but Seth had a party and we weren't invited to that. He's like, but you and Meredith have been feuding. Yeah, but we haven't been feuding. She's just all of a sudden acting strange after this whole thing happened. He goes, well, you know, you know, she just felt weird about it. That's okay. Listen, I really begged hard for them to take you on this trip to get you out of my hair. So you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. And if she chose to invite us, if she chose not to invite us, that's on her. Okay. So well, let's look at our art now. What is your saying? And I'll, then I'll tell you what mine says. <laughs> and she's like, our love is so strong and eternal and we are so blessed. And it also, like if you read it, it says, love, strong, eternal, father, best friend, Muslim, blessed. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you marry? <laughs> and that, well, I, I'm this is like a Mary like, right... sentence on a, on a campus. I feel like they probably have to like write down words of like like aspects that they love of each other. So then Sharif is like, oh, baby, that's so sweet. I love yours. That's like so sweet. Okay, mine's not that good. Um, I, I painted a little dog in the corner and there's a beach and Radio Shack and vase, doorknob. Sharif, are you just painting things you're seeing around the room? <laughs> yes. Uh, so she's like okay well let's let these dry and then we can show the boys and he's like um no we're not gonna do that baby <laughs> no so now we go back to the party and whitney has um 
Whitney is lighting candles on a cake that's in the shape of two boobs that even have nipples and everything. And Meredith is like, I think this might be a gift for you, honey. And then she, her jaw is like literally touching her toes. She's like, ah, look at that. And um, Whitney's like, I know you have an appreciation for my cleavage. And then we see this clip of him multiple times being like, oh, God, I love your cleavage. Hey, guys, I've been asking the guy, I've been asking Meredith to get the Whitney augmentation. Hey, Justin, a speech at your party. <laughs> Can I get the plastic surgeon's number? Because this is art in its purest form. Like, literally disgusting. Disgusting. So Gross. Whitney, so then Whitney's kind of like making this speech. She's like, I thought I'd give you a mouthful so I'd never have to hear it again. Mouthful. It's innuendo. So then Mary's, <laughs> Mary's like, I mean, if you're going to bring a rack, bring Meredith's rack. Don't bring your own. I mean, she doesn't think Meredith's rack is better. I do. I think Meredith's rack is better. I'm like, I'm like, when do we break it to Mary that the cake is not actually anyone's rack? It's just a cake that was shaped in two bowls. <laughs> um, so then Seth goes for the cake. He like puts a towel over his head or something and just starts Ugh. like motorboating the cake. It's, and then people yeah. eat the cake. Well, no, but what then he motorboats the it. He motorboats it and like, okay, funny. But then he actually goes and puts his tongue on it and he starts licking it and it's like, blah, blah, blah. like it's. And it was not like he was putting the tongue, like, slathering like a dog. He just put the tip of his tongue and was doing, like, little circles. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, A, <laughs> this is gross. I mean, like, you're doing this in front of your kids. You're like, oh, babies. And then on top of that, like you said, people are eating this cake and you're, like, slathering your disgusting tongue on top of it. Ugh. Yeah, you're gross. You're grosser than ever, buddy. So yeah. Lisa, we cut to Lisa talking to some guys and she's like, I'm a Miami, New York girl, but also I love Chicago. <laughs> and she's talking to Seth's brothers. And one of them is like, and what about this guy talking about John? And she's like, oh, actually, he dated my sister, but they didn't have socks. <laughs> yeah, he kissed her a couple of times. Yeah, when my when my sister found out that we're engaged, uh, let's just say she probably didn't say some nice things about me. Okay, uh, she was sort of like a spoiled coyote. Spoiled coyote. So Lisa stole her sister's boyfriend and married him. <laughs> wow, I guess so. What the hell? I mean, the fact that this is only brought up on season two in passing is Did, pretty. Thought... It shows you how pretty crazy this show is. I feel like it was maybe mentioned season one, and we just sort of forgot about it. I don't know. Wow. But um, so much happens that we don't even forget that part. So then we go over to Heather, Whitney, and Meredith talking, and Heather's like, "Did you think of inviting Jen tonight?" She's like, "Um, no." <laughs> and and Heather's like, "Well, I just I feel like it was two steps forward at Whitney's event, and I'm I'm scared that this is going to." really hurt Jen's feelings. I mean, I think Coach and Seth have a broship, and it was like a loophole. Well, for both Seth and I, it's very problematic what's gone on from Jen to our family. We've been terrorized, traumatized, and overall brutally hurt by her. <laughs> but is there more to this story that we need to know so that we know what with dealing? Uh... Rewind. I would like another try, please. I know I can get this. And then Meredith just puts on her big sunglasses and the music's like, dum, dick, dum, 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 dum. now we've got another crazy mystery, right? <laughs> she put on sunglasses when I was talking to her. Did she not want me to see 
her true intentions cause eyes are the gateway to the soul or maybe she's a terminator and if I look too hard I'd see the red dot in her eyeballs <laughs> did she just want me to see things shady because that is how it works when somebody else wears sunglasses you get shade so sunglasses like, are things that are sold at her boutique and her boutique is where Jen Shaw's assistant stole something from so is she telling us she didn't invite Jen Shaw because she stole something else from your boutique I don't know she's like we don't want to Heather please finish my sentence and Heather's like we don't want to be uncomfortable is what we're saying yeah is there more that we don't know about and Meredith goes, well, of course there is. Now, I've said a lot already, and I do have sunglasses on, <laughs> and she is a person who's in a lot of pain, and I don't know that I want to do anything that will inflict more pain on one foot now, on one foot now. Now, inflicting more pain is very fun when it's a pole dancer. <laughs> I think that Meredith is putting that law degree to use, giving workarounds to not answer the question. Thus clearly states that I'm going to have to get a subpoena. Because lawyer, remember the beginning of the sentence, because I said law degree, so I'm saying subpoena now. Subpoena to get information. I'm like, she's not really... Objection! Sustainability. <laughs> you may now wise. <laughs> Why is this her being like lawyerly? They asked, is there more of the story? And she goes, yeah, there, of course there is. I've already said a lot. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's like really. She just like, yeah, it's there's more of the story. But the best part is Whitney just opening your eyes really wide and kind of pointing at the camera like she's really on one now, you know? <laughs> Every single time. So then Seth is, starts taking off his clothes and jumping in the pool. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's so fun. They all start jumping in the pool. And Lisa, of course, handily has a bodysuit on. Yeah, she can. bathing suit. Like, yeah. Don't push me yet. Don't push me yet. Don't push me yet. I'm in a suit. I'm in a suit. <laughs> oh, conveniently, I wore a bathing suit just in case this was going to happen. And uh, Mary's the only one who's like, uh, I'm not jumping in those water because I have an Alexander McQueen outfit on and it's not made for a pool. And I actually felt bad for Meredith because I don't know what Meredith's dress was, but I just had to imagine it was also not meant for a pool and it's probably ruined. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Meredith is you so don't... good. That outfit is so crazy. That's it's like another Star Trek. <laughs> it's very Star Trek. It's like Star Trek, Star Search. <laughs> Star Wars, anything that starts with a star, that's what it is. All wrapped together. Uh, so Seth is like, this is the best birthday party I've ever had since I was in the balls at McDonald's. Like, why do you even make McDonald's sound gross like that now? Just say you were in the, <laughs> like, when you were a kid at the ball pit or something like that. It's like, the balls of McDonald's. It's like, oh, now you're ruining McDonald's. Uh. So then um, everybody's packing, getting ready to go for the trip. And Jenny's talking to Carlin again about making food. And Carlin's like, could you please eat me the recipe on mac and cheese? I can never remember, mother. She's like, it's on the package. <laughs> How are you going to get into Princeton if you're nine years old and you can't even see that there's a recipe on a mac and cheese box? How can you make a volcano? But you can't make mac and cheese. Okay. <laughs> so then we go no to Jen. Um, and she's like, this is what happens when I pack myself. Which I don't really know what she's talking about. And um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whitney calls. Just the whole things. 
Yeah, I don't really know what that. I guess she. Yeah, maybe that's it. That she's actually doing it herself. So Whitney call, FaceTimes her, and Whitney's like, "I am good. I am just packing, packing." And I saw your text about the Psycho de Mayo party in Zion. And listen, I don't know what Psycho is, but Heather really loves mayo. So bring a lot. <laughs> and it was funny because uh, I was wondering why um, why Jen was packing a sombrero. Because when she's like, oh, this is what happens when I have to pack on my own. I'm like, yeah, you are bringing a sombrero to Zion. So yeah, maybe you do need a stylist. But then it turns out that, that she wants to have a Cinco de Mayo party. And so... So then Jen starts shaking maracas and you're like, oh no, this is going to go in a bad direction. Sure enough, she's like, la cucaracha, la cucaracha. I'm like, oh dear. (laughs) Well, Salt Lake City, I mean, they're really staying true to form here. It's just really funny that this comes directly or like two scenes after Jen was saying, and then her culturally insensitive thing she's doing. (laughs) And then she whips out a sombrero and some maracas. And Whitney at last episode saying, can we all stop saying culturally insensitive things like when you said mexican thugs can we stop that and then this episode she's like la cucaracha la cucaracha (laughs) (laughs) okay so then we go to zion travel day and everybody's getting on the bus and poor kevin the driver is here again (laughs) yeah my god how did this guy not run for the hills (laughs) well maybe he's the mole so uh kevin so kevin's there and whitney's like did you think, do you think we're going to have as exciting a drive as last time? <laughs> He's like, please, please no. So yeah. people are getting on board and um, Whitney's sitting in the same corner that she was last time. And she's like, Jenny, do you have deja vu? And Jenny's like, yeah, this is like PTSD. It's like the same bus, the same driver, the same people. <laughs> Although there are no lifesavers on this one. So I guess it's a little different. Yeah, it doesn't smell like Big Macs in here. Um, so Jen's, uh, Jen comes with her maracas and she's in that kind of mood where she's like, look at me having fun. I'm having so much fun. Yes. I'm so positive. I love it. I'm having a cookie rata maracas. <gasps> There's a karaoke mic. Yes. I'm going to do this on the karaoke mic to prove to you how much fun I'm having despite all of my problems. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> shut her up. Yeah. It's like nonstop. So then um, Lisa Barlow shows up, hi, and um, they're just like and ready to go. And now it smells like Big Macs. Yeah, now it Lisa does. Lisa has brought her McDonald's back. <laughs> she has. And Jenny, and then Jen Shaw's like, um, I'm getting PTSD. Oh, my God. Who is ringing the, my doorbell excessively right now? I'm going to kill them. going to kill them. So Jen is like, I'm getting PTSD. Kevin, for real, we have to go. We have to go. Yeah. Jen, so by the way, Jen they, is the only one who's actually allowed to claim PTSD in this situation, I'd like to add. She's the only one because they are all claiming it. I'm like, no, Jen was the only one who had to run for her life and for her freedom. <laughs> you guys all just got to sit there and enjoy it. Yeah, no kidding. Um, she gets to claim PTYD. <laughs> Post traumatic. Post traumatic, you deserved it syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Whitney's like, there is no road trip like a Jen Shaw road trip. She's like, yes, I made it. I'm here. Let's go. We need to leave because this is traumatic. I like that she thinks like if they weren't sitting on the bus, she wouldn't have been arrested. Right? <laughs> like they don't drive. You know, all those homeland security people. If it weren't if it weren't for a parking lot, you would have been fine. Yeah. So uh, Jenny, of course, is like, where are Mary and Meredith? And Jen's like, 
she thinks she's like well i think that mary called meredith and was like what are you doing and meredith was like i'm not riding on the bus with jan and then mary was like well i'm gonna ride with you which is actually probably exactly what happened (laughs) so then whitney is like i'm sure you're gonna be totally pleasant as usual you're already i already don't ever want to go up on a bus again after (laughs) dealing with you in this karaoke mic and your fucking maracas. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I think they just already sensed what it was going to be like. We're like, we're going to take our own travel. So then Whitney goes, I don't think it's coincidence that once again, Mary and Meredith aren't on the bus. Is it because Jen's here? Is it because I'm here? Do we smell? Do they not like our snack choices? It's like, no, it's because Jen's not. It's because Jen's there. It's because Jen's there. <laughs> There's no conspiracy. Yeah, it's because Jen's there, and you guys are going to try and get Mary to talk about being a cult leader. <laughs> like, why is this a surprise to you guys? <laughs> I know. So Whitney's like, well, I mean, I guess the first time she missed the trip because of her dad's memorial. So, you know, that was okay. And Jenny's like, um, but was that even the truth? I mean, come on. And Heather goes, yeah, I mean, that was a little weird because she hosted the trip with me. So I thought she would be there. But then you called her and she said she's in the middle of her memorial. So, yeah. And then we see a flashback of Lisa calling Meredith saying, hi, I hate to interrupt you. Love that. But Jen's husband, Jen's husband is going to the hospital. I hate to interrupt you. OK, bye. I'll talk to you later. Hey, it's me again. Just want to remind you. The Jen's husband's in the hospital. Sorry, hate to interrupt you, Mayor. Sorry, sorry. Meredith's like, thank you. <laughs> I've had five out of six of your lawyers call me already. <laughs> so thank you. So um, Meredith, uh, sorry, Lisa's like, yeah, you know what? She was in the middle of something, but she was in Val. I mean, wasn't she in Val? I'm confused how, because she was in Val. And Whitney's like, none of us know. None of us know what's really going on now. It's just twice now and two girls trips. Now, Whitney is doing this tricky thing. You know that Whitney is so tricky, guys. She's so slick. And I think what she's trying to bring up is the rumor that Jen and um, Meredith had the same lover. Like they cheated Mm. with the same guy. You've heard that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we heard that from our good friend Sashar Medea that supposedly they've been cheating with the same guy. And so I'm wondering if this is what Whitney's trying to bring up because she's like, something else must be going on between Jen and Meredith. I just don't know what it is. Just bring it up, Whitney. Yeah. Stop trying to make everybody else do it. Lisa did have a good conspiracy theory point, though, which is that Meredith was at her father's um, memorial but then, well, the, I thought the memorial was supposed to be the day before and she was going to fly in. But then when Lisa called, it sounded like that was the memorial. But then but then Meredith was at the bathtub in Vail. So there is a little bit of screwiness, but I still I still believe that there was a memorial. And I think they're just looking for um, conspiracy theories under stones at this point. Well, I think if somebody uses that card, even if it was a lie, like let's just say it was a lie and she was saying that she was at her dad's memorial, you still just leave that alone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like her dad died. If she wants to use that as a card, you don't question. You don't question yeah, that card. Exactly. Um, so um, so Heather's like, did Meredith say she's flying? And Lisa's like, she's being vague about it. And Jen says, well, I'll tell you what seals the deal. Jen Shaw's fake alleged arrest. And then Jenny tells me Meredith hired a freaking private investigator. So now Jen is going to make her somehow turn this into her being the victim of all this. Yes. And fake arrest and fake allegations. Okay, Jen. Okay. It was a First real arrest, all. by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just hate to break it to you. 
I know you wound up in a break room, but it was a real that arrest. was a three that was a three agency arrest, ma'am. Okay, it was not <laughs> fake. So now she's now Jen decides that she's going to go crazy, like she just flips out of fucking nowhere, right? So she's like, "Well, I mean, I mean, oh, well, first the pre- okay, this I'm going to stumble around a lot, and I'm sorry because a lot happens right now. It gets so Jen really starts intense. losing it, and Jen is saying Meredith hired a private investigator, and she tells us, "Who hires a private investigator on somebody unless you don't have shit to hide yourself?" Well, you were the first one to do it. <laughs> And that logic is literally makes no sense. (laughs) Like you only hire a private investigator if you also have something to hide. What? (laughs) Yeah, it makes no sense. You know what? I think my husband is cheating on me. I'm going to hire a private investigator on myself. Like what? (laughs) None of that makes sense. Yeah. So Jen's like, are you fucking kidding me? I think we can all agree. If you're going to hire a private investigator, your intention is to do harm. Why would you do that? Um, I don't think your intention is to do harm uh, always like some people yeah and also if that is your mindset like i feel like private investigators people use them to find missing people or to maybe find cheating spouses so if jen thinks that a private investigator is to do harm the only one who is feeling the harm are the people who are cheating and kidnapping Right, because she's trying to compare it to last season when Lisa told her, hey, listen, all the girls think you hired a private investigator to dig up dirt. But this wasn't her hiring a private investigator to dig up dirt. It was because she was getting supposedly threatening texts and emails from some burner phone that rings, sha-ring, sha-ring, <laughs> sha-ring, when, you try sha-ring. And, when you try to star 69 that shit, okay? Yeah, they, yeah, they acted like Meredith did this out of a, like, it just in a void she was getting threatening text messages to her baby yeah and then we see a clip of meredith saying i hired a private investigator when my son was being threatened and he told me it was very likely that the calls were coming from jen which really doesn't make any sense either like i don't think that the private investigators are like you know what we don't know, but we think it could be Jen Shaw. Do you or do you not know? Did you ping this fucking phone someplace? That yeah. made no sense either. So then we knew where this was going to go because we knew it wasn't going to be just about the private investigator. We knew Jen was going to turn it into she hired a private investigator and no one told me. So now it goes, how come when we go when we go to Vegas, Lisa, you come to me and you said, I heard you're researching all of us and you're digging into it and I'm busy. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And now your best friend of 10 years hires a private investigator to look into me and no one says anything. I'm like, well, that's different. That's different. That's. One was a situation where it was like, oh, you're like trying to dig up dirt just that way you can besmirch someone. And one is 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 this situation where there was text messages. Is this what right. you just said, Ronnie? I feel like I'm just repeating what you said. Well, but they've repeated a lot because at first it took me a minute to get at what she's even talking about, you know. Um, but yeah, the causes are different. You're right. So Lisa's like, I'm hearing you. And she goes, then you better be hearing me because I got crucified about it. <laughs> like but don't take it out on me though and she's like you said that the reason i don't know if i can be friends with you is because all the stuff i'm hearing and now your friend actually did this and it's <laughs> like just <laughs> screaming and fake crying like a crazy person and jen's screaming do the same standards apply or don't they and lisa's like but i don't dig up dirt on people it's like yeah but your best friend does don't and- hold me accountable for what anyone else does okay don't hold me accountable yeah, and Jen goes, I don't know why everyone believes in Meredith. I mean, when she opens her mouth and words come out. It's like, what? 
what are you talking about? And so Lisa's like, but I wasn't. And Jen just keeps screeching that everyone believes it. But if Jen Shaw says that we need 10 years, 10 judges, three priests and a bunch of nuns, because you're clearly unstable. You freak out constantly. You throw glasses at people. You spread lies and shit about people. And you're a shitty witness. Okay, you're a shit witness. So Lisa's like, um, she's like, listen, no, Meredith and I were not okay at the or at Whitney's event. And Heather was like, yeah, Lisa, Lisa was like yelling at Meredith. I wasn't yelling at her. No, no, no. I wasn't yelling at her. You guys are weak as fuck. Meredith slandered my fucking name. Okay. Listen, I call out what I think is right and wrong. Okay. McDonald's not doing breakfast after 1030 in the morning. Wrong. Meredith hiring a private investigator. I don't know. Didn't bother me as much. And Jen's like, oh, really? And you think what she did to me last year was right targeting me? Um, You said that she was cheating on her husband on national TV. Don't try and make yourself the victim all of this. Every you time. started this. You fucking started this. I'm not taking away from any of that at all. It's not my fault because she had a fucking affair. That's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> That's not my fault. Why is that my fault? Why is that my fault? <laughs> the way she's able to twist things. Oh, man, it is it is kind of next level. And um, we see the clip of, if you're not going to get it at home, you're definitely going to get it somewhere else. So, and Whitney's like, wait, what is happening right now, Jen? And she's like, I don't know. Ask Meredith. So then we're back, and Jen is still like... <laughs> With her fake tears and screeching, like, it's not her fault that Meredith slept around. And Lisa's like, you know what? That's not your fault. But the one thing I have to say is that I don't want to be held accountable for something someone else does or says. Okay? She goes, but that's your best friend! I mean, your poster said that Coach Shaw was your best friend. Should he go to prison with you? That's true. And also, I'm wondering how long Jen can throw out this stuff about uh, Meredith having an affair before someone says... Well, what about the time that you took an Uber from Heather's and then got out of the Uber and then disappeared into the night? Yeah, but they don't do that because they, this cast, they act like they're all strong. Like, we're going to bring this person down. But whoever's yelling the loudest always wins. They always just kowtow. Mm -hmm. So then Why would I, I don't think I ever say kowtow. I don't know where that came from. But there you have it. <laughs> you kowtow to that moment. So then um, Heather's like, I feel bad that Jen is finally re realizing that Lisa's a shit friend. But I was right. And I'm usually right. <laughs> That's why I have this Bolero jacket it. still. <laughs> you started this. You fucking started it. You don't get to, like, say you're right just because you made someone lose their shit on a bus. You guys are weak as fuck. Meredith is playing all you guys. She shows up at Winnie's event being like, Jen, who I hate with my being, like, with all my being, you guys need to be friends with her and show up, except except for me, because I can't be your friend right now. And you guys, like, take that in, and it's like, what the fuck? Oh I, don't, but I don't think that was a... They're all, like, harping on that weird moment, but what they feel like is a weird moment, but I didn't think Meredith saying that was a weird moment. Meredith was like, I'm not friends with her. So I don't, I'm not obligated to do this, but you guys are saying you're friends with her. So you guys should be better friends. I don't think that's like, I think that's actually a very honest thing to say. It was actually very nice. She was yeah. like, I hate the bitch, but you guys can still be nice to her. Like, like She was actually being nice. And guess who else didn't say something in that moment? You. Mm. Ma'am, you who were also there. So Lisa's like, well, I don't want tension with you, Jen. She's like, but there's no tension. Like, you're, <laughs> the cars are literally pulling over because they think there's a siren behind them. <laughs> like 
death is about to do some final destination two shit and unleash some logs on the highway. And it's like, mm, I'm going to hold off for a moment. <laughs> so she is basically screaming that they treat Meredith differently than they treat her and everybody else. And Whitney's like, yeah, Lisa does do that. And Lisa's like, you have to understand I've been friends with her for 10 years. She goes, good. She's a piece of shit. So sign up for her. She did sign up for her. That's what she's saying. And there, and you can't like, you can't it's 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 funny to me when they're like they're like wow like you treat meredith differently than everyone else it's like yeah they have a friendship that is like longer and deeper and more developed <laughs> so she is you've been nothing but fucking nasty to everybody here so lisa's like you know the double standard with meredith is just i just don't know how she can say she's about kindness and then stand up for the meanest person in the whole group jen is way meaner she's like screaming and pointing in all of your faces right now and everybody's just ignoring it like meh no big deal, you know, like whatever. It's just Jen. And well, this, so this was Lisa's way of trying to pivot the heat off of her and onto like Mary. She's like, she's trying to sort of move it in that direction, but then uh, it's not, <laughs> but it's not really working. Whitney goes, well, why is she doing it, Lisa? Is there something else happening? A conspiracy, perhaps with a subpoena? And then Jen is like, well, I could be treated the same. I could be treated the same. I have treated you the same. I've had your back. I did. You need to stop saying that because you didn't. When shit went out online, you didn't. And then we see the stuff that she's talking about, which are the headlines about her defrauding old people. Listen, lady, no one is going to stand up for you for that. Are you fucking crazy? Are your friends supposed to just say, oh, <laughs> Jen just defrauded. She just stole everything from a bunch of senior citizens. Let's, yeah. let's be best friends. I'm totally team Jen. <laughs> you guys, I am tired and I'm asking you, would you afford me the same thing? Yes. No, you wouldn't. You haven't. You haven't. And Heather, just in case, like, she's not solid in her shit stirring just in case she doesn't have everything nailed down she's like okay well we all will tonight and lisa will tonight too right lisa right lisa <laughs> like okay you're gonna make sure you break this friendship up too i mean just evil and hilarious like you have to give people a to-do list of shit to do on this show to make sure it gets done you're gonna tell off meredith tonight right <laughs> and lisa's like 100 percent. i'm gonna be accountable like you have to the same accountability to her it's like well we haven't because i haven't fucking cared jen and she goes about me that's it it's like no she hasn't she didn't say she hasn't cared about you she said that it hasn't bothered her enough to say something to to meredith the meredith the mary's thing it clearly annoys lisa but it hasn't bothered her enough to have a whole moment but then for, for jen to go like about me you don't care about me i'm like oh my god the narcissist. she's like oh my god uh, you don't she's like you don't you're arguing with the wrong thing. I didn't say that. She's like, well, yeah, opposite. you know what? Then say it. Then say it. Say it right now. Run out. Say what? What are you even talking about? Even Lisa goes, okay, uh, now I don't even know what we're saying. And she goes, yeah, well, what about the shit I went through? <laughs> so, <laughs> Always so the go-to with Jen. Jen stands up and gets her finger in Lisa's face. And Jen's like, well, don't go backwards if you don't want to. Shut the fuck up, Lisa. And now she's just ready to fight, right? She's yeah. just screaming nonsense. What she's saying is making no sense. And she's completely lost her mind. Yeah, because Lisa, Lisa's like, Jen, I can't go backwards. I can't. I can't even sit on the train backwards. I can't do that. I can't even sit on the wrong side of this bus, okay? And and she's like, you know, and then when Jen is like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
Listen, that's just as bad as what everyone else is doing. Is it? Is it as bad as Mary M. Cosby and your fucking friend of 10 years have done to you? I'm like, I don't even really know what they're yelling about. They're just sort of making Jen isn't fiery making statements. Jen is any sense here. Yeah, Jen isn't making any sense. She's just screaming nonsense at this point. So Lisa's like, okay, that's it. I'm shutting down now. Because Jen's in her face, you know, standing above her and screaming at the top of her lungs. Is it Lisa? Is it? Which makes no sense. And Lisa's like, I'm shutting down now. And so she's still screaming, you're going to talk to your friend of 10 years like this? And she's like, get out of my face. Get out of my face. Come Lisa's on. Get out of on. my way. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Go on. Go on. Go on. Ah. And then like a, a production assistant like has to come in and start grabbing Jen. And she's like, to be continued. <laughs> right. Because Lisa, Lisa actually gets up and tries to move past her, which I don't know where she thinks she's going. But she's like, please get out of my way. And Jen blocks her. And she's like, what are you going to do? Get out of the fucking car. Sit the fuck down. I couldn't help but wonder, did Mary and Meredith call the feds and tell these women to fight like this? I think there's a larger conspiracy happening. God, Bravo can be sued for unsafe working conditions at this point. Like, how many times does this woman have to do this and get away with this for you guys just to be like, oh, this is totally fine. It's just Jen. Get her the <laughs> fuck out of here. She's not fun like this, and she's not fun when she's calm either. Just get her out. I mean, I was amused. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was stressed. I mean, this ended, and I was like, <laughs> I was, I was deeply entertained. I was like, this is crazy that they are screaming at each other on on this bus to Zion. Like, these episodes keep going in these crazy directions. I'm, I never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's a nutty show. My gosh. It is so. Nutty. That was Real Housewives of Salt Lake City for the week, everybody. Yeah, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, we're gonna be back. We got Project Runway this week. We got Miami. We got Vanderpump Rules, and of course, we've got Orange County. Don't forget to go fill out those ballots for the crappies at watchcrappens.com, and be sure to get your tickets either to see us in person or for the digital experience. Uh, all every single thing is at watchcrappens.com. We will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. 
Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys. <laughs>